from the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Sorry to disappoint. It's just me again. <laughs> and Brian, of course, the birthday boy. Uh, hey, can you, ex- can it not be like a groan downwards? You'd be like, ah. Uh, ah. It, yes. Is that better? Yeah. Sounds more pubescent that way. <laughs> well, that was, that is what I was going for. Okay. Well, you nailed it. When is your birthday? Uh, Sunday, March 13th. That is exciting. And we are just all going to surprise you yes, at one location. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's not a surprise. And it's really just, I mean, super casual. We just kind of wanted to do something well, because it's a... I bought a, a six-foot cake, and I fully intend on popping out of it. So. Well, that would be memorable. And Will's yeah. going to pop out with me. It's going to be a big surprise. <laughs> awesome. Well, that would be a surprise since yeah. he's in Florida. Yeah. Is he in Florida all week? He, yeah. Well, he's he's on his but way not, to Florida. He's not doing the same show that he was doing last week. Correct. Florida's a large state. Yeah. So here. Not in the same place? Uh, no, not in the same place. I'll have to uh, double check before the show's over um, exactly where he is and who he's with. Last year, he, he uh, l- last week, he was with Maryland Rice Cub yeah. a- in uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, he's busy. He's super busy. Last night, he was here. It's the only sh- reason I'm here, isn't it? You're like, listen, <laughs> yeah. Will's going to be gone for a Will's while. Will's going to be gone a lot. Sammy, hold down the fort. I need someone I can tolerate. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Not even enjoy, just tolerate. Just tolerate. I'm really doing great things you, over you here. Are. Uh, last night, so Thursday, March, uh, t- 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 uh, 10th, right. uh, will, um, comedy for the cure, uh, featured for Bobby Collins at yeah. laugh for the cure, um, which of course is the, uh, the comedy zones event with, uh, Susan G. Komen, uh, raising money, raising money. They raised like $130,000 last crazy. night for, for, uh, I credit 30,000 of that to Will's jokes. Oh, easily. Easily. Right. Yeah. Maybe even more. Especially if he did the gay bachelor party joke. Oh, yeah. Which I always, every time like he does like um, a corporate event or like something where like yeah. maybe the gay bachelor party joke m- might not be the it, right It could fly or, or flop. Yeah. I always ask him if he did. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I did it. I so think it's he, hilarious. He's, he's fearless, which is cool. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it's a good quality to have as a comedian. I think you have to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to cry in fetal that's position a, on the stage. Which might be entertaining as well. So how was your week? My week was good. I went up last Friday to see um, Chapel Hill's production of Hairspray. Right. And that was phenomenal. Excellent. Other than the fact that the they weren't counting how many people were coming in. So when you got in there, which I did. Right. And it's 76 degrees because it's a sweatshop. Right. There weren't two seats together. Oh, no. So you're literally going up and down and having all these, you know, college age kids like glare at you. I'm like, I did not just drive two hours to not sit with my boyfriend to watch the show. And the kid that I dance with is like a little brother to me. And yeah. he was um, he did really well in it. But um, they made it kind of relevant to now, okay. which I think is really cool when people when yeah. school productions do that yeah. um, in the protest scene. They had Black Lives Matter. On the signs okay. instead yeah. of, um, you know, whatever traditionally would have been. It was probably you know. Get Out of Vietnam or something like that in the original. Yeah. Well, okay, sure. <laughs> not, I mean, that's not really relevant now. So probably I, not. Yeah. props to them for making it relevant. And the 
one lady who played um, Motormouth, Maybell, or whatever, she brought the house down. She took it to church. Oh, she awesome. was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, were you, were, you, were you able to sit with Daniel? I was because okay. um, a family waved to their kid, and they were like, we have two seats for you. And he's like, it's okay. We have a seat here. And I was like, can we have those? And they said, sure. And I said, I am forever in debt to you. And they were like, we'll take your beer. And I said, no, the fuck you won't. <laughs> I'll be holding on to this. That's where I draw the line. Right. I, I, I will stand. Right. Before then I stood later. right in front of their seat. Nice. The entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, when we were leaving, it was literally 76 degrees on the thermostat in the wall. Wow. I'm like, y'all have, I don't know. That's mind blowing to me that UNC Charlotte has a better theater than UNC. Well, it's probably not as old. I'm guessing. Yeah, but it's a, it's a different format because the seats were almost split, so there okay. were like two sides of the stage, which isn't bad. Some some shows that caters to, right. but when you're doing musicals, you almost need a full you need a full front house. Yeah. facing stage. So it was weird, and the mics kept going out. But other than that, it was a great other show. Other than that, it was a great show. Yes, <laughs> you know, I'm always proud to see my little brother like singing and dancing Absolutely. and, and rocking yeah. the stage. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it w- I was going to say, um, is Daniel into like musicals? And You know, I didn't think he was. And then I, you know, I started doing that thing with my mom where I would take her to events as memories. And he's like, hey, I'll go. And I was like, yeah, but you don't like it. He goes, yeah, I do. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> he's like, just take me to the damn show, like begging me. That's so funny. I asked him this time. I'm like, you want to go see Fosse in uh, Hairspray? And he's like, okay. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah. He, he enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, did you? Did we have the cats conversation? We talked about cats. Yeah, right? I don't get. Cats. And we're never, we're never talking yeah, about cats. No, cats. there's no point. In Until there's a musical named Dogs. We're yeah, not talking about sure. another musical named after animals. A lot of uh, friends of mine have uh, gotten to see Book of Mormon while it's here in town. Oh yeah, and uh, I've heard it's great. I yeah. still have not seen it. I haven't either because the yeah. tickets are expensive. Yeah, and yeah. I know tickets are expensive. Yeah. But if it if it comes between me eating what I want for the night or going to a show, I'm eating yeah. what I want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I'd like to eat something at least. Food if, takes if the priority yeah. there, but yeah, yeah. it's good. One day we'll, I'll get to see it. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a movie if they think they can make money from it. There'll be a movie at some. Yeah, I just don't know how good it'll be. You know, you get a lot of these um, these musicals and things that are made into movies, and it's not as good as the live theater experience. There's just something different yeah, about it. Yeah. Plus, I used to do musicals, so I love going to the theater because I'm like, oh, it brings me back. I love this. What was your favorite musical to do? Um, well, the first one I did was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and it was such a huge production. They painted the stage of the f- of uh, like of our performance in different triangles of rainbow colors, okay, and just had massive sets. It was the coolest thing, and it was a really, you know, it was I was a freshman, and yeah. I was still like one of the main dancers, and so that was cool to me. So you didn't you didn't play the Dreamcoat then? You didn't have the lead role. I was not Joseph, no. No, the dream coat, I mean. Oh, no, no, no. I hopped on his back a couple times, but I don't okay. think I was the dream coat. <laughs> that, that was later. Yeah, that was later. That was the after party <laughs> when I was 14 and a freshman. I, uh, Starting out. My only stage, I was a stagehand for a long time. Oh, you were a techie. So I've done, I was, I was which I'm sure comes really, as a shock. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really not shocked by that because you're so good, like doing all that yeah. tech board stuff. So what'd you do? Uh, I, I, I have done, uh, I, I've, like later in life, I was a um, crew supervisor on a whole bunch of shows with like the WWE and, oh and, my goodness. and uh, I, I believe at the time he was calling himself Puff Daddy and 
uh, let's see, Alice what Cooper and Britney Spears. What is it, Diddy? I don't even know. Yeah. Is it Diddy? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Sean. I think he reaches Sean. a certain age. Just go with Sean. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've, I've outgrown Diddy. <laughs> um, worked a couple of Britney Spears shows. Where, yeah. So um, Worked or went to? Worked. Worked. Brian. Worked. Brian. No, <laughs> no because the crew, you know, you was would think the stage was still hands. Was uh, She, I'm, I'm sure, was not singing. Okay. The crews, you know, you would think like the stage hands who show up and set everything up. Would watch the show. Would get to watch the show. Nope. They shuttle you out of there and then they bring no you back. No way. Yeah. So you had to strike after everything's over and trashed. And- yeah. And everything was wet. After the Britney Spears show, because she did a thing where like she dumps water on like the entire stage sure, somehow. I don't know why. why I didn't get to see it, sure. so I don't know what happened. But you walk and just everything is it's covered in water for the, Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, the, 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 those uh, stagehands and roadies and all those guys—they do not get the credit they deserve right. for the no, I agree. the amount of work they put in, and the, especially and for the, these massive yeah. productions like that. Yeah. And I have my own. Thing with Britney Spears because I went to see her and it was great fun, but she was lip singing oh, at yeah. the time. Well, because you can't dance around like that and right. have a consistent well, vocal quality. Well, some people can. That, yeah. Bruno well. Mars can. <laughs> Kenny. Yes, Kenny. I went and saw him and he's fantastic. So I'd go see him way before Britney. So bring it, Britney. Yeah. I'm just saying it was it was a bummer because you grow up watching these people and you're like, you know, wanting to see some greatness, but. And well, listen, if Pink can sing while doing Cirque du Soleil in the air, get your life together. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else. <laughs> I, I worked a Pink show. Uh, and this would happen on almost every show. Like This had to have been like one of her earlier, like... This would have been in the early 2000s. Like Just Like a Pill so, yeah. CD? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a Pink fan. No, it's Okay. So, I, I, um, you know, the show ends and the lights come back up and people kind of, you know, slowly start to file up, but file out. But then there's always people who kind of, you know, come up to, yeah. to the stage, like thinking she's going to come back out. Right. Or... Three hours later, you're like, go <laughs> home. Well, there's always like, you know, someone who asks like, you know, is Pink still here? Is Pink, right. you know, Can are I they still her? here? Are they, can she come out and say something? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, I was used to respond the same way, you know. Get the she, fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's uh, she's up at Coiling Cables. Yeah, that's what I was always used to tell people. That's fantastic. Because um, they don't usually, they're right into the tour bus and they're gone. Yeah, yeah. So they're halfway to their yeah, next show. Yeah, that's what I would imagine. Especially yeah, when they've before. got those tours that are like back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah, the, the only act I ever worked for who came out and thanked the crew was uh, Harry Connick Jr. Oh, wow. Um, and that was actually very, very cool of him. He came out about like, you know, 45 minutes later when everyone was kind of... Uh, Wrapping uh, up. Well, it takes usually three hours to strike a big show okay. like that. And he came out about, you know, 45 minutes later and said, hey, guys, I just wanted to say thanks a lot. You know, you did a great job. That's, show that's really good. It was memorable. awesome. Yeah. It was really, really cool. I feel like at the end of the night um, at the bar, that's what happens with drunk people. The lights come up and they just wait there. Do you think I could get, do you think there's more alcohol coming out? No, go home. (laughs) Go home, I hate you. more alcohol coming out. You know, they're hopeful. It's cute. And I just pop that little balloon of hope, send them on their way. Why did I start to, oh, uh, the stagehand story. Oh. (laughs) My only real experience on stage was I, I, I want to say kindergarten or first grade, I got to play Santa. In the, in the, so I had the lead role. Yeah. But what? You had to yeah. be the youngest Santa ever. Well, yeah. It, 
It was, I mean, all Did of the cast members. Did everybody sit on your lap? Because that's kind of pornographic. <laughs> yeah, all of the cast members were six. It's not like, you know, there were right. adults. Sitting on your lap. Because right, that would be right, weird. Because that would be especially weird. Uh, it, it, so everybody sat on your lap? No, I, I don't recall anybody sitting on my lap. Pah. I'm going to have to check for this VHS somewhere. <laughs> it's VHS. <laughs> It would it would have to be sixteen millimeter film, I think. It would. All right. Well, you know. the black and white grainy frame <laughs> by frame. I'll hold it up to light. See what's like the, there. The Zapruder film is yes. in better condition than that. Absolutely. But it, 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 it's it's a uh, that was my my only real on stage experience. And then the next year, uh, I got assigned in the light booth, and and a a tech geek was born. Yeah. And and then the magic happened. Yeah. So, what was your favorite show? That you ever worked on, uh, concert wise yeah. or like show wise? Um, I don't know. Is there a difference? I w- it w- w- um, well, there's yeah. I mean, I did okay. like like uh, I worked a stomp. Oh, that's like cool. The 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 um, you know uh, 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 stomp kind of has a janitor prop feel to it though. Yeah, so a lot of it was a little bit you're hard. Like, is this our sweeping brush or is this their prop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or is this the actual? <laughs> yeah. Garbage can that yeah. goes out. Is this their musical instrument? Um, probably the um, the favorite show that I worked. I was I was lead stagehand for. Um, this is you may not even know who these people are. Go ahead. Um, Hollywood vampires. <laughs> no, I did work in Alice Cooper show though. Um, uh, Harvey Corman and Tim Conway. I know the old Carol Burnett show. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, they were touring uh, together, and they did a lot of the old like so uh, classic sketches. You from didn't the travel show. with shows. You were uh, just in one place, and you worked at exactly a as the arena. shows came through. I yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the Harvey Corman Tim Conway show, and I'll keep this as short as I can because I could talk about this all day. Right. Um. Um. Harvey Corman has since passed away, but Tim Conway is still around. Um, and there were two shows. that There was an early show and a late show. And so in between shows, there were like two hours. And normally the performers will go into their dressing room and take a nap or something in between shows. Harvey Corman and Tim Conway sat in the wings with us. Um, oh, really? Off stage and wow. just like told stories and just like hung out with. That's kind of surreal. Just, it, it, it was great. But you know what? Really I bet amazing. they love hanging out with people who are like, this is normal. Like we're yeah, not going to be it, starstruck. It, it, because yeah. if you meet other people, they're like, oh, my God, it's so cool, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was so. a little bit starstruck. Hey, our guest is here. Hey, our guest is here. It's very <laughs> exciting. Yeah, you know. Let's uh, do this. Um, we'll take a quick break. We'll have our guest. Okay. I can see the excitement in your eyes. <laughs> I'm excited. We'll be back. Okay. Here's a list of the shows coming up to the Comedy Zone over the next several weeks. We've, uh, we're going to talk to Brian Posehn in uh, just a few minutes, March 11th through the 12th, uh, Friday and Saturday. If you happen to be listening to uh, the show the day is it comes out. Is that sold out yet? Or the day after. It, uh, it is not sold out. Tickets Close still available at uh, cltcomedyzone.com. Okay. Four shows, two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night. It's going to be a good time at the Comedy Zone. Uh, Funny on the Fly, Wednesday, March 16th. I'm so bummed that I'm missing that because I loved it last time. Yeah, it's a it's a, uh, it's a a really interesting format. Comics get their topics 30 minutes before they go on stage. Literally the freshest comedy in town. 
yeah. uh, that's coming up. And and some of them are hilarious. They just <laughs> roll with it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a um, it's a great time. Some of the local comics can really uh, get this yeah. uh, um, show done. Uh, so that's Wednesday, um, an unusual start time for Wednesday, 7 p.m. Doors open at 6. Tickets available at, at cltcomedyzone.com. Is that because it's a weekday? It is a weekday, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so we want to get people out the door by 8.30 um, oh. if we can. So that's show starts nice at 7 and it'll be over by 8.30. Sure. We'll have a great time. Come on out, have dinner. It'll be fun. Uh, Josh Wolf next week. You know him from uh, Chelsea Lately, E Entertainment Television, CMT, and uh, Shark After Dark. Josh Wolf next week. I'm excited about that. You're excited about that. Josh uh, is a great guy. Looking forward to having him on the show. Aries Spears, March 24th through the 26th. Arsenio Hall, April 8th and 9th. One night only. These are fantastic. Smith, some truly great shows coming up. Uh, The legendary Dick Gregory, uh, also coming up as well. Craig Robinson, Bruce Bruce, Deanne Cole, Dominique. Uh, John Witherspoon, uh, Dave Attell, uh, Jesse May Peluso, Craig Robinson. Uh, all kinds of great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone for a calendar of all those shows. And to buy tickets, go right to the Comedy Zone website at cltcomedyzone.com. To keep up, follow the club on Twitter and Instagram at Comedy Zone CLT. And find it on Facebook. You won't miss a thing. And there's for all the doubters to say that we never play any music that's different. That's right. Because that's not normally in your wheelhouse? Uh, not my particular wheelhouse. No, not it's that close. we play. It's close. I'm yeah, saying yeah. that we play because normally we play. Yeah. I take a lot of shit, Brian, for playing classic rock heading into oh, seconds. Nice. Hey, no, and, don't. Yeah. <laughs> he's singling me out. I don't have Will on my side to, to defend me. But we are sitting with Brian, our guest, not Brian Producer. But you are uh, kind of kind of a jack of all trades. You do you're musician, writer, actor, comedian, obviously. Uh-huh. And we were just playing one of your songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that song. Uh, Metal by Numbers. Uh, almost ten years now. I don't know. Right? It's it's been around a while. Uh, that was about. Uh, it was well. The video shows me just watching MTV at the time. Headbangers Ball. Um, right. And. Uh, just as an old man already 10 years ago and now i'm really old i i hated uh, the direction that new metal was going and so it was just you know this old metalhead making fun of it and it's still going in that same yeah, direction it still you... sounds like crap yeah that's exciting <laughs> yeah no one learned at all no one listened <laughs> dang it we'll just start blasting that video we'll make it go viral nice again yeah sure. well it's got i'm looking at it yeah, on youtube I mean, it, it had two million hits back that's why i said day, go viral so, again yeah 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 and thirteen thousand thumbs up oh nice and one thousand thumbs down those one thousand people <laughs> those are the current metal fans yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were there. in the bands i was making fun of <laughs> right that's exactly right well more power to them okay and you also write this is kind of interesting to me yeah, yeah. I mean, not that you write. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you you can read and write. That's very impressive. Right. But more so that you write uh, the comic books Deadpool. Uh huh. What did you think of the film? I liked it a lot. Uh, I feel like they got his voice right. I mean, um, the the thing about Deadpool or Wade is that he doesn't have a filter and he just talks nonstop. And I feel like they captured that. And that's why I enjoyed it so much. This is fantastic. It yeah, all makes he sense. He was now. really good. Yeah, yeah. Reynolds. Uh, I had a feeling he was going to be able to do it right, uh, even though he played Deadpool in that Wolverine movie, and it was so fans hated it. 
Right. Because it wasn't Deadpool. I mean, right. the guy didn't talk. It, 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 they actually take his voice away at one part at one point, and it's like, that's like that's not even taking Superman's cape away. You know uh, right. what I mean? Like that's the thing. Right. You, know, okay. anyway. you can't take that away. No. But I'm I'm glad it did it justice because a lot of the times you see. There was a lot of hype over this movie. Yeah. Everybody was excited that it was coming out. And I didn't really know much about it. But, and then when I went and saw it, and I was like, why did I not know more about right, this? Right, right, right. No, so, it all worked out. Yeah, definitely. How long have you been doing that? I did the comic for three years, uh, 45 issues, and which was a lot of work. Yeah, the comic books has got to be a different way of writing. It is, yeah. But once, uh, once I got it down, it 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 flowed better. Like the first couple of issues were were hard, and and luckily, uh, we had a lot of help. You know, the Marvel editors were super cool about you know knowing that I was new to it. Well, I had written a, a graphic novel before uh, this thing called The Last Christmas, but I hadn't written. You know, how did how did that come to be that you you wrote Deadpool specifically? Like going through Marvel and how did that work? Uh, just from hanging out. I mean, most of the things I've gotten to do, like being in horror movies and being in the metal world and all that, it's just from being there, just being around. And uh, I was at Comic Con every year. I still go um, now. I have my do little you dress boy. Up? No, I'm not that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nerd, but like, there's different levels. Does of your nerd. son yeah, dress yeah. up? Oh yeah, he would. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, How old is he? He's six. Oh, okay, so it's you know yeah, still yeah. fun. Yeah, we went to New York Comic Con, and he had his uh, he had his Batman cape on and the whole deal. But uh, and yeah, you he weren't loves Bat it. Dad. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that bad dad's hilarious, the guy on the video. But yeah. uh, no, um, so it just came about from hanging out, being around the Marvel guys, them knowing that it was something I wanted to do. So uh, for a little while, we talked about it, about, uh, you know, and uh, we were talking about me doing like a, a mini series first. And then uh, then the, the job opening came up. The guy that was writing Deadpool for a couple of years, this guy Daniel Way, he was walking away from the book. And they said, do you want to do it full time? And I said, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's try. And uh but I still had to pitch, like I still had to tell them what I was going to do. Sure. You know, cuz they weren't just going to trust me. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, go with it wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, Did you yeah. feel some pressure going in because it was written by somebody for such a solid amount of time that you yeah. didn't come in? Well, and there's been a bunch of writers and and it felt like it, well, and also the character is so beloved, uh, you know, uh it's part of why the movie did so well is right. the, the nerd fan base for Deadpool is insane. And uh, they were cool. I was a little, I was worried about uh, pleasing the fans. Marvel wasn't. Marvel liked my ideas and said, no, right. this is great and gave me the go ahead. But there was a little bit of like, God, are the total nerds going to hate this? Right. Like, are they this going jackass to jackass comedian hate, yeah. coming in and writing our, our guy? Right. And people were super cool about it. I mean, there was some negativity, but compared to the positivity, it was nothing. It yeah. was just like the music video. Yeah, yeah, up, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't like those. I those think even downs. less. I mean, I, I really only saw a couple of times where people went, I don't like it. But yeah. other than that. And then the next uh, book, they were like, hey, we love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Three, and three years later. Yeah. Yeah. So why did you walk away from that? Well, uh, that was all Marvel. Uh, they wanted to kill him off, and uh, I just felt like that was a nice point, a nice time for me to uh, walk to away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my writing partner stayed on and brought him back to life, but uh, I was like, eh, I'm good. I did forty five, and wow. I've got a bunch of other stuff on my plate, and 
honestly, it was a lot of work. It really was. Uh, yeah. You wouldn't think maybe writing a comic book would be, but uh, and we were doing two issues a month too. So, oh wow. Yeah. So it 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 got to be a lot of work. So it was nice to take a break. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably uh, underplay that quite a bit and think, oh, it's just drawings and you know what I mean and dialogue. <laughs> right, when, right, right. But in reality, it's well, a story. When you're, yeah, and when you're writing comic books, you're also kind of the director. I mean, you're telling the artist. Uh, what, to, what to draw too. So there's a there's a great deal of uh, work that goes into it. Yeah. So how did you get into comedy? Stand up. Uh, it's just something I wanted to try, um, and it was really I, I still owe it to a buddy. I was working at a McDonald's in Sacramento, and do you eat at McDonald's? Not anymore. No. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> usually when people work at a fast food restaurant, they're like, I'm never eating there. I ate there. For I four still years did. Ago. I okay. did after, right. but I don't anyway. I don't now because I'm trying to not die for my kid uh, <laughs> uh, i'm trying to lose weight well i am losing weight but anyway uh yeah i was just working in fast food with this other friend and and he was he was the one who was like you should try that how old and, were you uh 20 okay. and uh back then i mean now kids start you can you can get you know get up at a coffee shop there wasn't really that uh those kind of places available when i started or at least where i started in sacramento so I had to wait till I turned twenty one and and could get into a bar. Oh, but I was okay. writing I was writing jokes for six months before I turned twenty one, and and that's good the, prep time. The week I turned twenty one, I went on stage. Wow! And uh, first time was awesome. Second time, I ate it so hard. <laughs> I, I did like the. F- did you have too much confidence from the first time? Yeah, I think so. Like the first week, I crushed, and then the next week, I went back with all new material. So I had taken oh. six months. It's kind of like when people write their first album. Their first album's awesome, and then they get in the studio to do the second album, and they don't have anything. Right, uh, that's what it was like. And and I back then, but I was totally full of confidence. I was like, "Oh, I'm just great. I'm going to be good at this. This is I found my thing." Yeah, and it wasn't as easy the second time, (laughs) but I still loved it. You know, I still went. This is something I want to do. So you should just start a stand-up joint at a McDonald's. Make it full circle. (laughs) There we go. Yeah, but, but. I was going to ask you, Brian. You and I are are almost exactly the same age. I actually turned fifty Sunday. Oh, nice! And you're uh, July sixth. July, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, real close to the same age. Then, if you like the things that you've done from like you know the things that you were interested kind of you know as a teenager to the things that you've done. Like, if you went back and told thirteen year old you what you were going to do for a living. It, it, it would be There's a lot of levels. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's not lost on me. I, yeah. I think about that all the time. The fact that I am in comic books and horror and heavy metal. Yeah. I mean, that's those are the three things exactly. I, I worshipped as a 15-year-old. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's it's all worked out. Do you have a favorite of all the things you do? Of all the do? things I do? I, I stand up because that was the first love, and, and that's the thing that I still do the most. So where do you draw your comedy from now? Uh, life, uh, you know, um, I'm sure a six year old helps. Yeah. That's a big part of it. And, uh, guys like Louie and, and, uh, and, uh, Bill Burr and a couple other dudes kind of, uh, it's not that I'm trying to do what they did, mm-hmm. but I, I, there was things like uh, being a parent and things like that, that when I was a young comic writing jokes, I was scared of those topics because I felt like you'd seen every version of those jokes right. and it, it felt like a lot of that stuff got to be hacky. And then, uh, seeing, um, 
somebody like Greg Fitzsimmons or somebody like Louis C.K. go through fatherhood and be able to talk about it in a creative way was super encouraging. <laughs> and, and so that's been to where what I took from those two guys is to be yourself. Yeah. And then that, and that's where you'll find the humor, you know? Um, and I did find the angles, you know, I did find the things that are funny about being a dad, but right. they're my version of being funny about, uh, of, of what's funny important. about being a dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not just mm-hmm. doing kids are, you know, we can, it's a podcast, right? So I can yeah. say anything. Hey, well, whatever you kids want. are shit machines. You know, that was something you've seen <laughs> or, or a million times of people on stage. Right. But that's yeah. all they talk about is how much their kids shits or whatever. And right. it's like, well, I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, right. I'm going to find something else. And, right. You know, and Louie covered, uh, that your kids can be assholes, so I didn't want to do that. Now, right. now that's been Cat, covered. Cats out of the bag. Yeah, so now I'm going to do my own version. And, and where well, you were asking where it comes from is um, my act has become kind of storytelling now where things happen, and then I'll just walk the audience through the whole thing. Yeah. You know, like most of my jokes now are chunks. They're like stories. Yeah. That kind of thing. Not a bunch of one-liners. Yeah. And when I first started, that's what I wrote. I wrote, you know, like, and when I first, first started, they weren't even real. Like I, one of my first jokes that did well was, uh, God, it's 1987. I wrote it, but it was, uh, year I was born. No shit. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up. Exactly. Nice. Sorry. I have to give both Brian shit about it. God damn it. (laughs) I said on st- I said uh, my parents or I don't do drugs. My parents did, so I pretty much don't have to. And it was just <laughs> really jokey, but yeah. and it did well. But that wasn't true. Yeah, like, uh, you know. And then I I uh, did your parents I, did your parents ever hear that and go we didn't do no, drugs? <laughs> my mom did. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but she didn't care. She right. You know, she saw that it was something I could actually do, and I was doing well, so she wasn't right. gonna. She was, she was just supporting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was very uh, still is super supportive. One of my biggest fans. Uh, but she'll be like, "What?" She says, "Mom, shit." Like, why don't you have more energy on stage? Because <laughs> like, uh, I don't. I yeah. just don't have energy in life. So why would I have it on stage? That, that's me, mom. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, what, what was I saying? Um, How it's storytelling. Yeah, yeah. That's so. yeah. In the in the beginning, it was more just joke, joke, joke. Right. And now it's chunks, like. Um, the Star Wars movie came out, and I was like, well, I have to comment on that. But it's not just like a 30-second thing. It became like this huge thing, right? which is great. Just like the movie, because how long is that movie? (laughs) It was Uh, was just over two two Uh, hours. It's not Titanic. (laughs) It wasn't Titanic. Right? You know, it, it, no. no, no, thankfully it was not. The, the um, Comedians of Comedy, I went back when we knew that you were going to come I went back that was almost 10 years ago now yeah yeah that blew me away because I feel like that was I mean at least within the last couple of years I thought but gosh 10 years that that's crazy oh no, yeah time's <laughs> flying yeah it, 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 that whole process I mean kind of you know what you did and kind of you know taking stand-up into kind of different venues now that's kind of the the I mean you know, right. a lot of guys are doing that. Now. Yeah, I still do comedy clubs I'm yeah. here, but uh, I also do mostly rock clubs. And yeah. that's a thing that a lot of people are doing. I don't think we started it. Um, we kind of uh, took the cue from David Cross. He was already doing that. and uh, But then after we did it, you know, uh, Aziz and right. Amy Schumer and people like that and uh, started doing it. 
it's just a cool way to go for your crowds. I mean, yeah. uh, people will go anywhere to see good comedy, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it was nice to bring it to the rock clubs. Yeah. Do you have a favorite venue? Yeah. One that stands out? Uh, Besides our podcast room right now. Sure, right. yeah. Uh, my, favorite, my favorite club club is uh, Helium in Portland. Okay. Because um, it's in Portland for one reason, but and it just gets the coolest crowds. It's a comedy club, but it's run by people who love stand-up mm-hmm. as opposed to people who love selling drinks. Right, which and you running still a get. business. Yeah, yep. you still get that. I mean, yeah. uh, my my experience already with the Comedy Zone isn't like that. Uh, it's people that love stand-up. Yeah. But um, I stopped playing some of the clubs that uh, are are more about, they might as well just be a TGI Fridays, you yeah. know, or, or whatever. They're yeah. selling drink specials. You need people who want to come for the, yeah, yeah. the entertainment. Well, and people who work there that care about the product yeah and, and that's just, the difference here we definitely have people yeah. who love comedy but you'll go to here. you'll there's still some comedy clubs where you're going it's like oh these guys are just about selling nachos and beer you know they don't give a shit about yeah. what's going on right. on stage and and yeah you that's, can tell that's by exactly the, who you want to cater to you can tell by the people they book you know yeah. and, the, and the and the the fact that they let their audience get away with being idiots and and uh not behaving like uh, grown-ups yeah you know like and those clubs i stopped doing when I when I get to a place and it's like, oh, it's run by some twenty two year old kid who should be running a Chili's, right? You know, uh, I'm not gonna play that club. Yeah, yeah, I won't go back to Doctor Grins in Grand Rapids. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> nice little name drop there. Um, I wanted to ask you because you can pick and choose because you have that level of success. When did you feel? And I ask this a lot to different people that come in. When do you feel like you made it? I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, I, I still, uh, uh, I still want to have my own show. I still want to have like what Marin and Louie have done, and and uh, I'm working on that. And uh, you know, I I feel like I have a career, but like when people go, "You're famous," I go, "No, I'm not." You know, like strangers on the street, like you're a celebrity, and I'm like, "I'm absolutely not a celebrity." Right. Uh, you should look up that word. Why? <laughs> uh, but, Would you uh, ever want to be that? No, no, no. But that's what, uh, you know, I'm just a working comedian. And luckily, I've been able to uh, uh, continue to work for 30 years almost. How often do you travel? All the time. Uh, every other weekend, usually. Does your uh, son ever go with you to any of the he does, more family-friendly? He friendly? does, yeah, yeah. Um, they I was doing a Hawaii gig once a year, oh. and so I was bringing them. And this year we're going, and I'm not doing the gig. We're just going for fun. Oh, that's I'm nice. Kinda, I'm kind of pulling back from stand-up in the last couple of years uh, because I was just out too much. And, right. Uh, I still love it, but I, I'd love to continue to love it. And I was going down a path where I was starting to burn out on it. And, yeah. Uh, and you want to keep that. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy on stage right. that doesn't want to fucking the be there. And <laughs> yeah. just like, why are you guys here? Because I don't want to be here. You know, I don't want to be that too. No, I think that's a great angle to go at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah, in. Yeah, thanks. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, the Brian Posehn on Twitter. And then, because there was a fat kid with my name. He was running my account for some reason. What? So when I first got on Twitter, there was already a Brian Posehn. I was, but he and was he just totally took advantage of. <laughs> well, he didn't, were, oh, he, he didn't, didn't know. not too much, but right. no, he was a fan of mine. Oh. But he was using my name for a fan account, and so then I had to be the Brian Posehn. Makes it sound more official. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then it's just my name at Facebook and, and uh, Instagram. All right, well, come out and see him this weekend. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Yeah, thanks. And we'll see you this weekend. Yeah.
We'll be back. Hey guys, you can follow Brian Posehn at uh, the Brian Posehn on Twitter. Also, uh, check out with his uh, dates and details at brianposehn.com. You can check out his uh, podcast uh, as well, and uh, check out um, the uh, Deadpool comics as well. Also written by. Um, do you like him, Brian Posehn? I, do I like Brian Posehn? Yeah, I like Brian Posehn very I mean, much. Uh, you, yeah. you hide it well, so yeah. I just wanted to ask if because I, you guys are both tall and you're around <laughs> the same age, so. Almost you guys e- are totally besties. Almost exactly the same age. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah. Which yeah. we've probably already talked about on the Well, not with me. And that's all that matters. Well, not with you just yet. No. Right. But yeah. But probably chronologically, as people are listening, we probably already covered all of that. I just want to recap because not everybody <laughs> can sense the the love you had for him in simple conversation. So I just needed to get it out there. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little embarrassed, frankly. Well, you look yeah. good in red. <laughs> so uh, follow Brian Keep up with everything he's doing At uh, brianposane.com Sammy Joe, where can folks find you? They can find me on Twitter At Sammy on Air And this weekend At the St. Patty's Day Bar Crawl That should be riveting and sobering It's quite the outfit, uh, by the way Oh, Sorry, thank you post. Yeah. Thanks, check that out on Instagram <laughs> Same name, Sammy on Air mm-hmm. She'll be the redhead wearing green So yeah. you should have an easy time Right, the pale one <laughs> It's the only day it's cool to be pale I'm cool with it <sighs> Uh, Will Jacobs is in uh, Florida. Uh, you know, I feel like weekend. he might be in jail. <laughs> he was in Florida last week. He's abandoned us. Yes. Uh, but follow him at I am Will Jacobs and at uh, comedian uh, Will Jacobs. And on you Facebook. can see just where he is performing, right. so you can go see him. I'm at NC Ball, uh, at NC Balto 72 If you're interested on Twitter, check out the show on iTunes and Stitcher on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe, rate us, leave a review. It's the best way to help the show continue to grow. And while you're at it, tell four friends about us no five five let's increase it tell five friends five friends we're raising the bar do it it's my mating song your what it's my mating song your mating song yeah because i'm irish oh okay yeah what were you thinking i i you heard just, mating and you stopped. Yeah. Okay. Hearing my mating song with something like this is not something I expected to. Right. I was joking. Okay. Please don't play this and come up to me looking for a kiss on St. Patrick's Day. Right. I will punch you. Well, there go my plans. <laughs> Sorry. But Sunday, it's your birthday. You might get lucky there. Kiss hey. from Will. Hey. <laughs> well, I can only hope. Yes. Uh, they were just in town. Flogging Molly. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. I um, saw a friend's post who said she was in the mosh pit. Any show that there's a mosh pit at, I won't be at. Yeah, I've never, I've always kind of wanted to see Flogging and Molly, but I've never had the opportunity. Um, Why? To ma- it just, usually I'm busy or working or something like that. Do you like shows like that with mosh pits? I just, uh, I don't want to be punched or bruised. Well, I'm not going to be down to, you know, in the middle of the mosh pit, but I'll hang out in the Well, back everybody of the room else will be in the middle because you're taller than everybody Well, that's else. true. But I'll, you know, I'll hang out in the back of the room though. Right. watch the band play. But I don't I mean, understand I'm not the purpose of mosh pits. Uh, it's just, you've got all that, you know, all that aggression, all the raging hormones, all the anger when you're a teen and, you know, the music uh, just adds to it. I think there's some grownups who do it too. So. Well, yeah, there's, there's right. some grownups who are not terribly just mature, wanting to yeah. feel on the teens with aggression. <laughs> well, that could be too. But it's yeah, pedophilia it, it, all over it's, it. <laughs> it, 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 it. It's just, you know, it's just that sort of teen, uh, 
Teen, teen angst, anger, punk rock. Yeah, never had that. Yeah, no. I mean, I probably had teen <laughs> angst, but I was never like, ah, I want to get pushed around. That would just make me angrier. <laughs> Somebody punched me in the face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody no, bruised me. That would me. not be fun for me. I'm pale, little show up. <laughs> Speaking of being pale and Irish. So I'll be hosting or video hosting that um, St. Patty's Day bar crawl. Yeah. Uh, Rich and Bennett's. World's largest uh, St. Patrick's Day yeah. bar crawl. And so Charlotte. I heard them on a show and they said, well, since nobody else is claiming it, but they started with 71 people 16 years ago. Yeah. And now they have, I think last year was 21,000. An incredible amount of people. That's insane. Yeah. And more power to the people who are going out there and doing it. I've never been a bar crawl person. I'd rather go to the bars that the bar crawl is not going to. <laughs> but it is fun because you're in this party atmosphere on a weekend and 90% of those people are not even like a hair Irish. Oh, yeah. No, St. Patrick's Day right. is, is like Cinco de Mayo. It's, right. not, a, it's not an actual Right. Everybody's Irish. Thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'll be wearing overalls that like are shorts. So I'll yeah. be showing my pale white legs and be like, I'm actually Irish, <laughs> mofos. <laughs> it's, a nice, it's a nice outfit that you've chosen. Well, thank you. It's the yeah. only day I'm allowed to be pale and be proud of it. <laughs> so I'm going to rock it out. I might even wear some white socks to really accent how it blends in great. with my legs. That would be awesome. With your it's good times. Pasty white legs. Oh, yeah. What do you got planned for the weekend? Uh, my folks are going to be here in just a couple hours. So yep. uh, they're coming to town. So um, orgies and Yep. Lots of the ragers. usual. The usual. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Breaking as many of the Ten Commandments as we can. Yeah. Um, Maybe all at once. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably. I mean, y- you know, I'm 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 at that age now where you know if I can be in bed by six thirty in the evening, I'm <laughs> perfectly happy. Okay, That's not then. True that is not true at all. Yeah, he's it's, like seven thirty. Really, it's partially but. true. Um, but so I'll, um, I took the the better part of the next week off from work. So um, from the day job anyway. You know why it's the better part of the week? Because you're off work. Because <laughs> I'm off. That's right. Um, and so I'll just you know mostly uh, be be. Hanging out uh, with my folks, and then we've um, invited some friends, yourself included, to a. Um, I never got an invite. Well, it's informal. Never um, got anything. I told I, I was told I wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> Please, in fact, we got a court order. Yes. specifically a requesting order that you stay away. Just, just for me. Um, is Tara the type to go to bed early as well? Um, she kind of used to be. She's a morning person. Oh. I am not. Neither am I. Um, so she will pop out of bed in the morning and have all kinds of stories and all kinds of She's things to tell me. Bushy right. Tail, yeah. And I don't, I want nothing to do with it. Right. Because like, not need, now, woman. I need 90 minutes coffee and, you know, a shower. A gradual wake up. Before I can wake up. I'm the same. Um, That's why so I quit she, morning news. <laughs> um, and so she used to fall asleep um, pretty early, but then I started working the um, the afternoon shift um, uh, at the TV station here in town. And so my hours are basically 3 to 11. So now usually we're in bed by about one thirty or 2 o'clock in the morning. But but um, she uh, that never used to be her way. She was always, you know, asleep by 9.30. So now when when she's up late, is she still up in the morning like that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it, it's... It just doesn't ever stop. It makes zero sense to me. I mean, I love yeah. her. Don't, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it in a bad way. It, it, never, no. Uh, um, like, we usually... I usually try to get up by about 8.30 in the morning. Why? And, uh, because I got stuff to do. I guess I don't, because I'm like, <laughs> snooze eight times. Um, and so usually by 9 o'clock she'll get up. Like, if I get up and get around 
by 8.30. She's an author now, so she, she can... You know, set her her own hours, and if she wanted to be to kind sleep. of disciplined to do that, though. Yeah, you do, but, um, but she's willing to. I mean, if she, you know, if she wanted to sleep until noon, I would let her. I mean, it's not right. But then you would be like, "Are she's you getting feeling okay?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you would know why, something was wrong. Why aren't you boring me with endless stories? Right, at right. eight thirty in the morning. Why aren't you prying my eyes open with stories? <laughs> I don't understand. That's fantastic. What does she listen to in the car? Um, sh- she likes uh, classic rock as well. Yeah. Oh, well, match yeah. made in heaven yeah, there. Right. right. <laughs> is, that, is that what's going to be playing at your birthday? Um, I Whatever the establishment is playing is fine with me at my birthday. It's not, I'm not picky. Right. I mean, I'd rather not hear certain things, but. Justin Bieber on loop <laughs> all day. <laughs> exactly. It's my Bieber birthday. Right. Yeah. Better believe it. That would be awful. Anyways. um, So going into here today. I always listen to nineties. Uh, I listen to Sirius Radio, okay. so nineties and Pop Two K. I mean, I have a bunch of different stations on there, but those are the two that I stick to. And do you know what song came on? One of the most annoying band names. I uh, I don't know. The Ting Tings. The Ting Tings. Do you know that song? I don't are you I Are do. you gonna Google it? Yeah, let me find it. The Ting okay. Tings. Okay. Yeah. And then go ahead and find, no, actually, I don't want to hear it. I changed the channel when I saw what song it was going to be because it's one of those. Uh, is it Shut Up and Let Me Go? No, or that one I don't mind. That's not my name. Yep. Oh, it's terrible. Well, let's find out. I've never heard it. <sighs> it's going to be stuck in your head all day long. And there's a commercial. Hold on. Okay. Well, in the meantime, when I it said the intro of the song, I didn't recognize right away. Like some of the intros, you know immediately what it is. Yeah. Uh, and it's not too old of a song, but... As soon as I knew it was the song, before I could even hear the first word, I was like, change. So catchy. Mm. How do I not know this? Do you know this? I don't. You're welcome. I just bless you with a great song. This is for Will. I don't know. Who, I guess who are these people? And, and I, I, have no I, I have no idea who they are. The the chorus here, right here. They call me help. They call me Stacy. They call me They call me That's not my name. Yeah, I have. I have respect for anyone who can write a song or play an instrument or. But this is awful. Yeah, I don't think that falls into either. Yeah, you you can stop this god awful thing. Yeah, like initially, I I was I was like, it's not so. Yeah, the beat's not bad. It's It's catchy, but that's the reason it gets stuck in your head. Because now the rest of the day you'll be like, that's not my name. Yep. Yeah, with the shoulders and everything. Yeah, that's what we do. I wish people could see that dance too. (laughs) No, no, that was pretty sexy. That was just for you. Will would have loved that. (laughs) He would have. I feel like we're talking about him as if he's passed away. Because I'm just staring at his empty chair. Oh, I got a text from him last week, just randomly. Oh yeah. Obviously, he was he was listening to the podcast, but obviously he said because he sent me two texts back to back. And the first one was quote Brian colon quote We try not to get political. And then the next test text now here's Barry Crimmins. Touche. Well played. Anyway, so so the Ting Tings. You were anyway. So that's just one of those songs. I. I feel like there's songs out there now that you hear them once and it's stuck in your head. Like yeah. Beyonce, single ladies, hate it. Yeah. Can't yeah. stand it. 
And then you've got like classic rock. Let me bring it back to you. Um, Like Don't Stop Believing. Oh my God, I hear that song way too much. Like just stop. It had had kind of gone away and then Glee brought it back. Thanks a lot, Glee. And then it was like, yeah, it was was everywhere. Do you watch Glee? Um, It's going back to the musical theme. Admittedly, I watched Glee when I was working with Fox. I watched mm. like the first season of Glee because I was yeah. working w- working with Fox, and I kind of yeah. had to know what you know what the product what was, was all about. Yeah, sure. So, um, but that was as soon as I stopped working with Fox, I stopped watching Glee because it's. I think that's such a that's a newer phenomenon, like the acapella groups. I know it's been going on for a while, but the obsession with it after um, Pitch Perfect. Right and Glee right. and things like that. Uh, there is a show on Lifetime called Pitch Slapped. Right. I love it. Yeah. It's <laughs> over now, but I love it. So if there was a song when I was growing up, uh, and I can't... In the 20s? I, yes, in the 20s. <laughs> it was the uh, Camptown Races. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, like this would be the song when I was growing up that gave me gas. That like when I heard it on the radio, I was like, I can't deal that's with that saying. That's, <laughs> I was like, wow, I don't, I don't know any songs that do that to me. That well, that I of, didn't like. Right. I did not care. No, I got it. Almost oh, the same song. It sounds yes. Like we play this at the kids' parties. Uh, awful. Terrible. Awful. Side note: I had speaking of kids' parties, I had the worst experience this weekend. Tell me. I had a kid. Normally, if you threaten to talk to a kid's parents, it shuts them down. <laughs> right, why is this entertaining? For I don't you? know. I just thought. The- so normally, if you go, hey, listen, I will talk to your parents when they get here. They're like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And they go and they sit down. And they behave their little asses. Not this one. This one uh, was outside, and we don't like the kids outside because, I don't know, the party is inside. Well, you're... You, 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 <laughs> It bears explaining, I think, that one oh. of your jobs, one of your 27 jobs, <laughs> is... Teaching uh, that, kids to dance. Right, at like bar mitzvahs and, and bat mitzvahs. parties. And, yeah. yeah. So we were at Metropolitan Ballroom, okay. which if you know, uh, is just kind of a dance room. And then it's mm-hmm. got like a lobby area with a bar. And then outside of it, you're, you're on the second floor and it's just a walkway. Yeah. There's literally nothing going on outside, which is why we don't want the kids you outside. You don't want the kids outside. Right. So I go and I go, hey, you got to go inside. Well, it's hot inside. I said, well, you got to go. Why? I said, because I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Go. So then he's like, and goes inside. So then later in the party, I've got like 30 minutes to go. And these kids are pretty rambunctious. But you have good apples too. But the bad apples are definitely outweighing the good in this one. So I'm like, ah. So then I see the same kid throwing this ball. And it's one of the props that uh, the party planners put in these big, tall glass faces. So I go, hey, give that to me. No, she said I could have it. I said, who said you could have it? The lady in black. Meanwhile, 80% of us are dressed in all black. Oh, I'm like, yeah. what lady? The lady in the dress. I said, okay, the lady at the front, why don't we go up to her? Yeah. And, and the kid knew what he was doing right. too. He, yeah. I said, if if she says you can have it, I'll apologize and you can keep it. Okay. So we walk up there and as soon as he sees her, he goes to turn because he's like, oh shit, gigs up. So turns around and I put my hand out and I'm like, no, no, no. And he goes, don't touch me and pushes me. And I was like, oh no, the little boy. This is not how this is about to go down. <laughs> so I end up, I'm like, sit down. And he was like, no. And I was like, you can sit here because you're done partying for the rest of the party. I'm, I'm done being nice. So then I asked the photographer to come over because I'm a female and some of these boys. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Can you go back to that one part? What? I'm a female. I'm, I don't understand. 
Right. I know I have the mind of a boy and the mouth of a boy, but I am indeed female. Okay. So some of these little boys don't respect that. A lot of them do because they're raised right. This right. one, not so much, which makes me sad for him because I could have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> because the guy could have ended him. Right. I could have ended him right there. I'm like, oh, yeah? Hand over the ball. Shove it down your throat. Anyways. It's taking a turn. So I asked the photographer to come over. I'm like, can you ask him to sit down? Because he's clearly not listening to me. So my photographer friend goes, I'll give you a dollar to sit down. I'm like, no, this yeah, is this not is what not, I want. That's not the message we're trying to send. And so he like pulls out his wallet and he's like, sorry, I only have a five. And the kid goes, I don't need your dollar. I'm not poor. Oh, yeah. No, these kids. Yeah, the bar mitzvah they kids have are. Money. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. like, this little shit. Yeah. So then I, I'm like, all right, I'm done. And I let him go get his shoes and I tell the dad. And dad of the party is not having it. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm really sorry to be a Debbie Downer. I never have to talk to parents. But go handle that. So he goes outside and he comes back inside. And I'm chasing other kids for throwing things. And then he comes up and he goes, you wanted to talk to my parents? And I go, yeah. Which props to him for actually coming to get me. Because most kids would be like, I'm going to sneak in and out as quick as possible. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. And then the dad sees me. And he goes, uh, you want me to come with you? I go, yeah, because if I end this kid's life on the balcony outside, <laughs> I'm going to need a witness that he was asking for it. So we walk downstairs. And uh, while we're walking, the dad goes, what's your name? He goes, you just heard it loud and clear. And then I goes, your last name. The kid goes, why? What? Yeah, you would not catch me ever. No, yeah. Like, back talking, any adult. An adult, yeah. Not yeah. even at the age of 16. I was still like, oh, no. And these Under kids are 12, 13. 12, 13. Yeah. Anyways, I go talk to his grandma, and of course, because it's his grandma. And she's like, oh, this is the first I've ever heard of this. And I said, well, I hope it's a one-time event. Then I talked to the mom of the party. She goes, no, 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 that was the kid who was sucking in helium at the blah, blah, blah party. I was like, oh, fantastic. I'm going to have to see this kid for a year, because that's how it works. Yeah, They're all in the bar mitzvah circuit. They, <laughs> that's right. They have a two-year right. career life. And then I hope he doesn't have a little brother or a little sister, because I'm going to see the little shit when he's older. So he... he Here's my issue with all this, though. Your role there is to teach kids to dance, right? Not to and then I turn into a babysitter slash chaperone. But why is that? Is that expected of you, or is that just something that you feel like you should Uh, do? I don't. It's kind of both. Because a lot of these parents come in, they're drinking and they're having a good time. His parents weren't there, but they were just like dancing on the floor. So if I see someone throwing something and that could potentially hurt another kid, yeah, I gotta shut that shit down. See, I wouldn't. See, you wouldn't, but I would. And then it just gets me going. That It quote-unquote gives me gas to when they talk back. Because I'm like, are you joking me right now? Yeah. Because I guess they think I'm I'm young. And I am. Well, right. Very. Yeah, no, very Extremely. Young. But, it, it, but I think they think I'm like 20. It, 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 probably. And here is, I think, probably the reason that I wouldn't do it is because... Um, you know, those kids who, who are acting up are the same, and this is exposing a lot of 50 year old baggage here, but, uh, the, 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 you know, a lot of those kids who would be acting up are the same ones who were probably acting up when I was that age as well. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I didn't want to deal with those kids then. I'm certainly not going to deal with those kids. Right. Well, I mean, I, I think... and then the first time they talk back to me, I'm going to shut down. Right. You're going to just <laughs> knock them out. Yeah, yeah. Right. As you should. Yeah. As I did. That's why I had to take him to his grandmother because I knocked him out. Yeah. It's like, sorry about the two black eyes I gave you. Yeah. Hope to see you at the next party. 
No, but when but a six foot eight guy punches a twelve year old, that's not. Yeah, I'm slightly smaller. I think acceptable. the kid was taller than me, and that's probably another reason, or at least my height. Yeah, my money's still on you though. You're you're scrapping. Right? No, no, no. I would yeah. definitely lay yeah. some elbows no, down. No, you're 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 yeah, yeah. You, but I don't think he had a male presence in his life. So if you could just father him, that would be great, Brian. Thanks. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Here. I gave him your number. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Good. Well, I look forward to the text. Yes, indeed. But anyways, that was my magic from the weekend. I just, and I came home and I told Daniel, I was like, stopping it. Or I had a cocktail after it because I was like, I need a drink after <laughs> this damn party. And then um, on the way home, stopped and got wine. Drank some more wine. Mm-hmm. These kids are driving me to drink. And then did you stop and get your tubes tied? No. <laughs> That's scheduled for next week. That's, that's next week. They were full this week. So it's going to be a good time. Yeah. yeah. And after her, after all the drunk people this weekend, it's going to be a great back-to-back weekend. Yeah. We'll see. I have some great contests coming up, though. Yeah. In that, that I'm going to... And I'm pulling people up on stage, doing Irish jig. Well, that'd be fun. Do you know what an Irish jig is? I've I seen it. Yeah. I just... I don't even know how to judge that. I just think it's whoever makes the audience laugh the most. Because yeah. I'll be in seeing it. I think that's... Yeah, that's what you... I mean, I think you'll know a good one when you see it. As long as nobody you know whips I mean? their dick out and does the helicopter, we're it good. Could happen. It is drunk people. It is. It Adults. Is, it is 23,000 And maybe in some kilts. Oh, I promise. There'll be kilts. Yeah. Yeah. It's good times. 23,000 people in Uptown Charlotte. I'll be Ubering. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, w- w- where can people find the things that you'll be doing on during the bar call? Um, that I don't know yet. Like I know they used the video this year or from last year, um, almost as like a time lapse. Yeah. So I don't know where that's at. I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, I'm assuming richandbennett.com. Charlotte, yeah, richandbennett.com or search for the Charlotte. Saint and Catherine you can still State get tickets if you want to be a part of the sea of green. I'll be the girl in overalls with a camera crew. <laughs> sober you'll be the pasty girl <laughs> yeah well <laughs> i'm sure there will be other pasty ones out. i'll be the sober pasty girl how's that yeah that should narrow it down <laughs> significantly that, well you'll be the only one out of twenty three thousand. Right. oh that's gonna be yeah. so exciting yeah yeah the first couple three four hours will, will, will be great you'll have a great time right once all the bud light starts kicking in you, you, you. yeah and the jameson that people pre-game with oh, oh, fantastic anyways i'm looking forward to it so yeah and then Sunday, I've got a great birthday to go to. Sunday, there's a big big bash. Uh, I'll be going to uh, Brian Posehn. I'm dragging my parents to see Brian Posehn tomorrow night. I don't think you really have to drag them. Uh, my mom does not have a particularly sharp sense of humor. Okay. And I know Brian drops a lot so of... So wait, she'll be sitting fun. there like crickets? Possibly. Okay. Yeah, we'll sit in the back of the room. That, uh, but uh, the, the, uh, she put her front row. That would be even better. Be. Brian will really love you. There'll be a lot of F-bombs, too, I think. I know Brian drops a lot of... I'm <laughs> That's why I like him. <laughs> My mom, not a big fan of the F-bombs. Really? Yeah. All right. I'll take note of that for Sunday. I, I have heard my mom... Hey, mom. It's fucking great to meet you. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> I have heard my mom swear twice. And probably. what were those situations? Uh, both times she she said shit. Both times. No, I mean like... Oh, I think like once she dropped, I think, something in our house, in our kitchen. Said shit. And said shit. Not, I don't even remember the other time. Right. Yeah. Maybe she had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> go drop a deuce. <laughs> <clears throat> Keeping it classy, moms. Yeah. So you're so, dragging them to that, and then... Yeah, uh, we're going to be at the first show, Saturday night for Brian Posehn, and then uh, the shindig on Sunday, and then 
I don't know what after that. I still got three or four days off after that. So, so much. To March do. Madness coming up. A lot of basketball. That's Talk true. Talk about next week. Josh Wolf here next week. Will will hopefully be back. Well, that's yet to be seen. Yeah, as long as uh, you as know. long as his car doesn't break down and he books <laughs> another gig on the way home. It's true. I happen. am happy for him though that it gets, that he is booking a ton. He's of getting gigs. a lot of work because that's his passion. Yeah, yeah. I think I personally think he needs to reevaluate his priorities, but right. Because we're clearly number yeah, one. Yeah, because this, this, right. there's that empty chair right. right there just staring at us. Tell him I'm, I'm holding auditions at the St. Patty's <laughs> Day bar crawl. That's right. We're looking for the drunkest, whitest person we can find. Right. Right. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be the polar opposite of Will. Not funny, drunk, and white. <laughs> like the photo negative. Right. So cool. Yeah, well... When Will comes in next week and somebody's sitting in his chair, I'm going to be like, sorry, buddy. So you, you had your chance. No call, no show. That's right. Three strikes are out. All right, let's get out of here. Okay, I'll see you next week. Thanks to Brian Posting for hanging out. Josh Wolf next week. We'll see you. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the NC Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Hepburn, Lisa Barr, and Brian Baltashevitz. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.